0: By the time the Transfiguration happened, Peter, James, and John had spent probably close to three years with Jesus. Uh, So they were very familiar with his teachings. I'm sure they could probably recite many of them from memory. Uh, Not only that, but they'd seen Jesus do some rather amazing things. They saw him. Calm the storm on the Sea of Galilee. They saw him cure many people of various physical ailments, and they saw that he even had power over evil. He cast out spirits that were oppressing uh, men and women. And so at this point in the gospel, they've been traveling with him for some time. But even after seeing Jesus in all of these moments, these miracles, these profound teachings, they still hadn't seen him in his fullest glory until they witnessed this mysterious event of the transfiguration. As they looked at Jesus, they saw his appearance change. His skin, his hair even became white. His clothing even became dazzling white. They saw Jesus in a new way, in a way that they'd never seen Him before. They saw Him as the glorified Son of God. Many people are like Peter, James, and John prior to this event. They know many things about Jesus. They know stories of His many miracles. They also can recite many of His most important teachings from memory. But even though so many people know so much about Jesus, many have never had a moment where they experience him as the glorified Son of God. Many people never see him in this brand new way. I know when I was growing up, attending Catholic school and attending Mass uh, fairly often with my family, I know that I knew many of the stories about Jesus. I knew many of his most important teachings. I could recite them from memory. I had to for my religion classes in school. I had understood Jesus to be a nice man with a good message. But it wasn't until later when I was in college where I saw that he was much more. It was the first time I really saw him as the glorified son of God. It wasn't a single experience that I can point to. Rather, it was many small experiences over a year. Over that time period, I increasingly became filled with wonder and awe. I had a thousand questions over what I was experiencing. I know that this is probably similar to what Peter, James, and John were thinking as they walked down that mountain. In fact... Matthew omits it, but Luke, for example, he mentions that the apostles were discussing what they'd seen. They were discussing all of this, and Jesus says, don't tell of this vision. But I remember I was saying, boy, what else have I missed? What else did I glaze over in religious ed and youth group and in Catholic school and in mass? What else did I kind of kind of, glaze over without really noticing? What else was I taught as a child and as a teenager that I had sort of missed? Experiences like the Transfiguration happen today. They happen in our own parish. Now, if you've never had an experience like the Transfiguration, one in which you see Jesus not as merely a nice man a good positive role model Uh, but if you've never seen him as the glorified son of god how should we interpret that well i don't think it's something that we should despair over what it really means is that there's something really wonderful about being catholic that you've not yet experienced Even in scripture, we see that people have these experiences at different times. Peter, James, and John, they witnessed the transfiguration in this event that we heard. But the other apostles, Andrew, Thomas, the other James, Philip, Jude, those apostles didn't. They had to wait a bit. In fact, they didn't even really see it until after the resurrection. The point is, is that I wish I could give you a recipe for creating an experience like the Transfiguration, but I can't. Peter, James, and John, they were given this experience as a gift. It was totally the grace of God. This is the way these experiences happen today, too. God gives some people as a gift. He waits to give them to other people. We can't create these experiences for ourselves. And I would be very, very suspicious of any church, any religious organization that tries to sort of concoct these things by manipulating the environment and things of that nature. That's not how these experiences come about. They come about through God's initiative. He gives them to us as a gift. But I also know that if we don't accompany Jesus' invitation to accompany him even to out-of-the-way places like this mountain, that we won't catch a glimpse of him transfigured. All right, now, I had an experience one time. I was able to actually go to the Holy Land, and one place we visited was Mount Tabor, And it's on Mount Tabor where uh, our tradition holds that the transfiguration occurred. Right. In fact, even in the early days of the church, Christians made pilgrimage to Mount Tabor to see these these places, uh, to see this place. And in more recent times, of course, you know certain scripture scholars they look at the map and they say, "Boy." Jesus is over here. He's heading up here. Mount Tabor's way over here. They probably got it wrong. All right? Maybe it happened on this mountain. This mountain, it's it's sort of closer. It's, it's, It's closer to where Jesus was and where he was headed. But it makes more sense that Mount Tabor was out of the way. Peter, James, and John He says, hey, I want you to come with me. We're going to go up a mountain. Really? We're going to Tabor? You're going to make us work? You're going to make us walk all that way and then walk up a mountain? Probably wasn't what they wanted. Probably thinking of all the other things, maybe things that are more seemingly important. We have to go proclaim the gospel. There's nobody up on Mount Tabor. We need to go to the cities, the towns. We're going the wrong way. Sometimes we need to do similar things. We need to go out of the way. We need to take some risks. We need to go out of our comfort zone. We need to push back against our laziness. That's where we're going to experience something like the transfiguration. You might be afraid to go on a retreat. You might say, boy, a whole weekend at Mount Angel or a whole weekend up at the Palisades Retreat <coughs> Center in Seattle, that's out of the way. I can't do that. You might say, boy, Bible study Sunday night at St. Rose. That's when my TV program's on. The Alpha Course Thursday night here in Kelso, right? There might be things going on that seem more important. Again, you know, some of these risks, some of these sacrifices, getting out of our comfort zone and actually having to talk about these things with other Catholics. Okay? We might feel lazy. We might want to push back against those things. But those are the experiences that we need if we're going to have an experience like the transfiguration. Now, I can't guarantee you that if you take a risk, that if you get out of your comfort zone and if you do something new that you've never done before in your faith, I can't guarantee that you're going to see Jesus in this new way. But I think I can almost guarantee that without something like that, you're not going to experience something like the transfiguration. If we want to grow in our faith, and I hope all of you do, if we want to encounter Jesus in this new way, see Him in His glorified sense, see Him in a way that fills us all with wonder and awe, curiosity, if we want that, we sometimes have to get out of our comfort zone we have to do new things we have to take risks we have to serve people we've never served before But when the transfiguration happens when we see Jesus in a new way we'll also see ourselves in a new way that's the other aspect of this we'll see ourselves in a new way we'll know that God also has amazing things in store for us his intention for us is to be glorified as well Our human nature might feel like it's unworthy of that, but Jesus, again, he's redeemed our humanity. He's made our human nature, even our human body, capable of amazing things. The apostles got a glimpse of that. When we see Jesus transfigured, we're going to experience that newness as well. We'll be filled with confidence and zeal to take up our cross and follow him. To live our lives just like He lived His life here on earth.